Aw, oh, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right. Lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist. Again, and welcome to Lagging Balls, episode 66. What makes it sexy? The balls in Lagging Balls. Big laggy balls! I'm sorry I asked. This episode is being recorded at top speed because I would personally like to get back on where and keep enjoying all that 6.2 chewy goodness. I've definitely also been enjoying the goodness. Yeah, you've hardly even played any heroes since the patch dropped. Yes, I have. You just haven't noticed. You don't notice anything anymore. All you do is stand at your shipyard table and strategize. What did you say? I was thinking about ships. Seriously? You're killing me. Doot doot! Let's get to the news. LB Newsline. News you can use, unless you refuse. On Saturday, Wowhead conducted an interview with Ian Hazakostas, <gasps> and we have highlights. Ian Hazakostas. Yes, but again, we're going to rush through all of this stuff because we want to just get back to playing. Ugh. Oh. So, 6.2. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, 6, 6.2, they're trying to move away from garrison-centric professions, which is a good thing. Definitely a good thing. Like, garrison manager, garrison janitor, garrison associate. Okay, now you're really just well. Alright, so, basically, the garrison was meant to be the center of the experience of janitor, and they, they admitted that they failed in making it more of a dependency. So, they, they really want us back out in the world. Yeah, plus, you don't have to keep saying that you failed. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, we get it. We appreciate it. We know you it. failed from time to time. It's okay. It's human nature. <laughs> and it's all right. Um, so jewel crafting has been upgraded to be kind of the most challenging and time-consuming now. Um, they're using it as an experiment, um, and basically the epic gems are since they're high end, a high-end item for mini for min-maxing raiders um, that are willing to spend the money. They're trying to use it as an experiment to see if the model works for other professions. Now, I'm not sure exactly what they mean by that, but I we'll find no out idea. really soon. Um, Garrison's role in 6.2, um, it's still seen as, as the starting area of play sessions, um, which makes sense because, you know, that's, right. that's where the shipyard is based and, yeah. and that's like a huge piece of the puzzle in 6.2. Like, you, you need to have one to continue on mm -hmm. in this, uh, in this yeah. expansion. Both for legendary quests and just for ongoing yeah. gameplay they want to And to get to fucking Tanan, which is where you're supposed to go. Right. So, makes sense. But they're, there's a beginning to they're beginning to lessen uh, reliance on garrisons. So again, getting yeah. people out into the world, content driving, outside interaction, lessening rewards in garrisons and stuff like that. Right, and that makes sense because they were talking about how you know the garrisons are going to be phased out after this expansion, and then when we move into a new expansion, we're not going to be necessarily continuing our garrisons back in Draenor. You know, you don't think we're just going to like pack up? Like get a, like a pack mule, pack a ball or shit. I was kind of wondering what they were going to do with that. I mean, it kind of just makes sense that you wouldn't keep yeah. it because it is a destination. So. I mean, I spent a long time building all those things. Yeah. I use my, my hands have. with the hammer and nails. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. The peons. Hmm. We're not that kind of work. I'm that kind of work. <laughs> Are you now? Yeah. But uh, speaking of lessening rewards in the garrisons, um, they have nerfed both the salvage yards and the gold missions. What? So basically, this means that there there won't necessarily be less gold missions on your main, but if you've already done them for your main for the week or for the few days, I'm not sure how they're measuring this, you're going to get less of them on your alts. 
Okay. And then, and, and I'll come back to that in a second, but they, they, they realized that they were putting a lot of pressure on maintaining multiple garrisons for all your alts because you, want, you didn't want to miss out on any rewards. Of course not. So they're lessening this, the gold parts in particular, so that you don't feel like you have to continue doing all of your garrison missions on all alts um, all the time, you know, constantly, so. Um, if I had alts... I would have felt that way. <laughs> That's funny, because I have alts and I don't feel that way. Oh. I was just like, you know what? There's enough work doing one of these things. I tried, I, I maintained about three of them for a few weeks, and then I was like, nah, not going to keep See, doing that. See, you're just lazy. No, I just don't, didn't want to play Farmville. I wanted to play WoW. Oh, so, it's like that, I think, huh? I think, no, I, I actually think that I played it more the way they intended for it to work, and less of the, I didn't, I had the urge to be a completionist about it. And then I just said, why Why am I going to waste my time running around in the mine in every, on every alt? And why am I going to run to this herb garden on every alt? Like, I don't, I don't need so many mats that I, you know, need to keep doing this for three different characters constantly. You I know. guess, but, I mean, those mats come handy. They sure did, but less and less because it was so easy to get them. Yeah. Um, and basically they said that uh, the other good result from um, making less frequent gold missions was that it actually curbs inflation. So, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it was really, really easy to get gold in this expansion, <laughs> which was great. I wish. Well, I mean, you know. Smart I'm, people have gold. Sure. Well, smart people have a lot of gold. <laughs> but you and I have like a couple thousand at a time. See, I just, I spend so much gold on transmog. Yeah. That's why I have no space. Sure. I spend a lot of it on maintaining the guild. <laughs> <laughs> and not much else, honestly. And that's fine. Um, buying mats, you know, a few mats here and there, if we don't have anything made in the guild vault, um, specifically at raid time, because I forget to get them last minute or whatever. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, we have most of that stuff made. As we said, there's plenty of mats for it all. Yeah. Um, so, basically, I was just using it for um, guild repairs and things like that. Um, but it wasn't that difficult to get, and that's that was a good thing, except that overall, making it so easy to get means that there's more gold out in the world, which means every like everything costs more. It's inflation. Right. It's literally economy inflation inside the game. So, right alongside that, there's the salvage yard, which was the salvage yard is being nerfed so that there are fewer boxes and fewer items, fewer grays, which means a little bit less gold. Um, basically, the overall theme in all of this was that the stuff in the garrisons was basically too rewarding. It almost made it a requirement to have to do all this stuff, and they wanted to provide more interesting choices instead of paths that you had to take. Look at that. It's just, I really, I like WoW because it rewards me. Sure, yeah. It makes me feel like if you don't necessarily, if you can't necessarily go out in the real world and spend money on things, and you can't necessarily go out in the real world and have a good time for whatever reason, or you can't necessarily go out and... Hang out with friends on demand. Hang out with friends on demand, or if you don't necessarily have a routine in your life. Sure. I felt like that, you know, the garrison for people like that, like me, was a good thing. So, I mean, I definitely want to get back out into the world, because first and foremost, World of Warcraft is about the world. Right. Of Warcraft. <laughs> right? So, so I get that. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with this. I'm just a little bit upset about it, though, because I liked having a, ga- a garrison to maintain and, and being rewarded for all my hard work. You still do that. Yeah. It's just slightly less rewards to just not make it so much of a requirement and not make it have to be this ongoing thing. And also, I feel like it's probably to make a slow move toward not needing it at all toward the end, yeah. because... 
they're gonna have to like wean us off of these because we're gonna have to move into a whole different area with the next expansion so they probably have an eye toward that now you know what I think a raid member or a guildie or or a pug somebody was saying this um like last week or something what if they introduced a guild garrison honestly that's what we all thought they were gonna do yeah what if they actually did it yeah, maybe. Maybe that's like the next step. Like, maybe. Maybe this was of, the testing ground and stepping yeah. stone. But that'd be so cool just to like log in and see who's hanging around. Yeah. Like, hey, buddy, look it at would, my cool It would be cool mouse. to physically ha- like have a place where we would all phase in at once. Yeah. Or whoever was online. And then we could be all in there when they're not doing anything else. Customize the garrison and post things on the signboard. I like it. I mean, they have the customization of the statues right now in your garrison, but I've never used any of those because I don't have any of them. I think there should be holiday themed decorations that you can purchase I love your, that idea in your garrison I think that's way fun during Wintervale I was convinced that there would be like a tree or something yeah. cool or yeah. pretty you know Liz if you're listening garrisons or guild halls or whatever you might move toward next if you continue the idea definitely themes for them it's such a Please. great idea it's so fun I, I mean you're already doing it for the cities yeah and Same you've got the unnecessary spikes that you right. can buy <laughs> Which I have bought, but those disappeared. Did you know that? Only Horde side, I believe. Oh, I don't well, in the Horde, you can buy unnecessary spikes and, and sit them in the snow. For Alliance, you probably get unnecessary teddy bears or some. Uh, unnecessary diapers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, allies. Not really. Thank you. But, um, but yeah, I would spend a lot of gold on that. Yeah. I'd be even more broke than I am now. Yeah. It would be interesting. Speaking of allies, the Mage Tower, and I, I believe this is probably also applicable to the War Mill on the Horde side, uh, the Mage Tower provides instant completion of some of the naval missions, and whereas that might have seemed like a bug, apparently that's intended, um, which makes the Mage Tower just all the more useful mm-hmm. and uh, good in that way in particular. Um, and it's still So that's working as intended, and it's just constrained by garrison resources and oil. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um... They're also speaking about the inconvenience of NPC placement in the shipyard, um, meaning you exit your the butt of your garrison, the ass of your garrison. You go out and then you go down a hill. You're and expelled then from the ass of the garrison. Expelled from the a- like you burst out of the ass of the garrison. You run down its leg. You run down, and if you like jump off and you jump and then you like hit the ground, you're like, Ugh! and you land in the toilet of the garrison. No, no, no. no. Oh. I'm not continuing with the the, oh. the ass and toilet theme. Okay. You took it too far. Oh. You took it to a place mm, where it was toilet gross. jokes. I apologize. That was gross. Apologize for toilet jokes, listeners. Anyway, so you burst out of the anus and you go down the trail, <laughs> and, and then there's the the little naval table with the with the dudes, and they're like, "What what do you want to do with your ships today?" And I'm like, "Oh, I want to sail them." Um, but then you have to like go down the rest of the hill, and then there's some guys over there and the some guys over there. Ship, and yeah, and then go down your docks. There's all these adorable sea lions everywhere, and uh, but so they said they would keep an eye on it and consider keep an eye on the placement of these. Things, yeah, right? and consider changing. Because the question, around. yeah, the question was something about like, are you gonna are, are all these guys like they're they're kind of inconveniently placed, but do they need to be all spread out? So I personally don't mind. Well, I just think it's kind of lame. No, listen. We already got flying, okay? We got flying. Not yet. Do, like, does everything have to in this game have to be so convenient now? Does everything no, have sh- to be so convenient? No, but, like, I would have preferred that the shipyard... 
You know what I would prefer? That they move all of the, the entire garrison table out to the shipyard. I don't, I don't want to have to That doesn't make go, sense. Well, but here, here's the deal. You're doing two different sets of garrison missions, basically. You've got the garrison missions in your... Garrison main, missions? Your garrison missions garrison in your, mission in in your main buildings. <laughs> and then you have to go out to the shipyards. Stop. <laughs> for a whole separate table. But why not just put them side by side no, and no, combine no, them no, into no, one no, table? Because they're a pain in the ass. No, because... The garrison missions are in the garrison. I get, no, I, I get all And the all naval of that. missions are next to the dock. I get the thinking on it, but all of this stuff is not necessarily things that I'm necessarily interested in doing anymore to begin with. Well... So I just want to hit the table, send people on their way, come back and check on them later. Including the shipyards. I'm not that interested, honestly. That's more of a you thing. You are so boring. <laughs> what I'm saying is, Liz, just... Let people deal sometimes. Yeah, I'll deal. Not everything Make has me to deal. be so I will convenient. Deal. And then, so speaking of, there's a question about um, plans to make the shipyard or garrisons more alt-friendly. Um, and so basically they just said, and I agree with this, so here's me kind of agreeing more with you. Thank they, you. They've resisted making anything garrison-related account-wide, but they have tried to change a few things to make it more convenient. Um, so they added purchasable follower upgrades to help with that, and they want to figure out how to make the shipyard more viable on multiple characters. Now, they haven't said anything about how or what they mean by that, so we'll see, but they know that people who are working with multiple alts are spending a lot of time running between these yeah. tables and doing all that stuff, and they want to try and figure out something. They will. I have faith. I do too. I always have faith in Blizzard. Blizzard always delivers. Mm. Blizzard deliver delivers. Blizzard. Okay. Moving right along. <laughs> Moving right along. Um, they mentioned Pepe costumes. Costumes for Pepe. Costumes. I don't... It's actually pretty cool. It is, but does that mean that you can dress like Pepe, or does that mean that Pepe is going to dress like other things? I'm pretty sure Pepe's going to dress up like other things. See, that's fun, but I don't know. My favorite pet in the game is the Perky Pug. Of course. And I thought that... And why it, is that? Because I'm a pug owner. I'm a pug mother. Yay. Just, you know... Little inside tidbit into life of me. <laughs> anyway, um, but I always thought that it was kind of special and cool that the Perky Pug was the only pet that you could dress up. Yeah. But now people are all like, oh, Pepe, Pepe's so great. What's anyway, wrong with that? Nothing. I'm just, nothing. Why was the Pug even the one that you could dress up? Because it's the best pet. <laughs> okay. Besides Sporbat. Sporbat? Sporbat. 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 They also said that, which is very exciting, character models will continue to be refined and updated. So everybody got, not everybody, most most characters got an update, not Pandarians. And 6.2. 6.0. And 6.0. Not Pandarians and not Organs and not Goblins. I don't remember which one. I do. But, 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 but the everybody, point is they're going to continue else. to But refine. they're going to continue to refine them. I think that is fantastic. Yeah, of course. Because I, I loved all of the updates so much, and I just, uh, I didn't have a problem with any of them, you know? It's, yeah. it's like they took everything that we loved and just made it prettier and smoother and nicer looking, which is really great. In some cases, gave, like, the Blood Elves, gave them, like, an ass. Some ass. Like, you've got some ass there now. They did, they did keep something to grab onto. Yeah, they did. I appreciate that. They still have that weird stance, though. They stand, like, way back where it seems like they'd be off balance. Well, they're elves. The males, I think. Oh. Yeah, they're elves, so I guess nothing applies to them. It doesn't matter. 
But yeah. Um, but speaking of the look of things, they're also looking into a Diablo-themed transmog Ooh. system. Now, I don't know what this means, but they said there's going to be details to come, and I'm fucking stoked Me about too, that. Me too, because my void storage has been full since, like, two expansions ago. I know, but this isn't about bag space. We're going to get to that. This is about the Diablo-themed transmog system. This is about some sort of cross-game transmog. What? Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know! What is that? I don't know! I can't wait to find out. It's so cool. I don't even play Diablo, but the the character models and everything in Diablo is so cool looking. I want that. So they said that this is actively being worked on, it's really complicated, and that they're going to have de- details to come, but they are actively working on this. Apparently this is a big priority for them, which is awesome. Blizzard's just delivering. Yeah. They're like, hey, make it Christmas every day. Yeah. For everybody. Yeah. We're just... And they've just been doing a lot of this great cross-promotional stuff, so hopefully... It's fine with me. It's fine with me. Ooh, differences in Tanan from Timeless Isle. So there's more content, less story, less of a sandbox playground. Yeah, more story. More story. Right. Um, More structured and uh, advances in story. Yeah, so the the island itself actually advances the story instead of Timeless Isle, which was kind of a standalone. Yeah. Thing that you go do that doesn't really go on. anywhere. Does anybody even go to that anymore? I hope not, because I hated that place. <laughs> um, to, uh, toys versus vanity items. They had um, so you know how some things go into your toy inventory, right? Yeah. And so you click on them in your bag, they disappear out of the bag, they become a toy, and you have access to them anyway. Good, good advancement, right? Uh-huh. But there's some other things that have come up that seem like they should be toys, and basically he just talked a little bit about about his philosophy on that, and the idea is. If it's something that adds utility or player power, such as speed or slow fall or flying, then it's not a toy, and that's going to remain as an item in your bag. But if it's something that's just fun, like blowing bubbles with a wand, (laughs) or turning you into a shell, or putting down a little sign that says, tears ahead, (laughs) (laughs) then those things will remain as toys. Fine. I get that. So, to your point about bag space. Bag space is a very critical issue in my life. My... Bank is full. That's right. My void storage is full. Mm-hmm. All of my bags, except one and a half, are full. Yeah. I have... And you have a bank hold. And I have a bank hold. I have one and a half bags of space left on my main. Ugh. That's it. Help me, Blizz. You're my only hope. Because <laughs> I, I can't give away all my transmog because I changed my transmog at the drop of a hat. Like, I'm just yeah, you it all standing the there and I'm thinking, no, nah, I don't want to wear this today. <clears throat> I'm going to wear something that's green. I'm going to yeah. wear something that's blue. And I don't usually use set transmog things. I like to make my own. Yeah. Which I know it's not for everybody, but to me, it's it's uh, it's a really uniquely creative outlet in yeah. WoW. Like You're you, really good at it. Thank so. you. But... There's not. There's loads of stuff to do in Rob. There's not really a way to be super, super creative. Mm-hmm. You can have a cool name. You can have a cool tabard if you're in charge of your guild. Yeah, cool but you do those name. things. You know, you do the name once. Once. And then the tabard is whatever guild you're in. So not yeah, a lot of choice. So transmog is for like if you feel like if you like being creative, it's 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 a way to be creative and to sort of set yourself apart and be yeah. individual and and it's cool to try and put together something that's truly unique and cool looking. And the best is when people in Warspear or wherever you happen to be standing are like targeting you because they're like, huh. Yeah, what are you wearing? What are you What's wearing? What's going on there? But anyway, so Bag Spice, he says that they're always mindful of this, which is good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but the answer may not even be larger bags. Oh. If 118 inventory slots isn't enough to live day by day with, it's a larger problem. Right. Um, and trying to help 
by creating things like gear with alternating stats based on your spec, and by not having to carry all quest items in your bags. Yeah, both great quality of life changes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I wouldn't mind bigger bags. Yeah. Or more bank slots. Right. Lots and lots and lots more. I wouldn't mind dropping uh, lots of gold on more slots in my bank. And More gold on more slots? Yeah, but also, can I just rant a little bit here? Please. The void storage is wonderful. I need more. There's only two slots. There's yeah. only two. There could be like ten. Right. That's an easy thing. And could you, not you, but Blizzard, could you please consider like a like a slot for helms and a slot for chests and a slot for that would be nice. You know, because I mean, though you kind of well, yeah. Just you know, just put them in there and they go in there automatically. And so you're like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna create this transmog from scratch. And I need a helm, I need a chest, I need the legs, blah, blah, blah. And then you just keep going to your, isn't that a good idea? I mean, it, it is, except that I, that's not how I organize my stuff. Oh. My board storage is, I, I'm not creative to, to make many of them. So when I spend the time to create a set, it takes me a very long time. And you usually have to help me. Yeah. <laughs> and then once I have it, I'm so overly tired of spending time on that that I want to do it never again <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> So for me, it's um, it's a matter of putting everything together in the bags. So in my void storage, I have full sets together oh, in a line. Okay. So if they were going to make it so that helmets went into one tab and chests into another, etc., then they'd ha- they'd also have to make you give you the option to. Well, they wouldn't have to, but I would think they might want to give you the option to put them in sets or something. Because, yeah. But and then label the sets. But and you see, you, go. you see how quickly that gets. Complicated, complicated though, so it's not as it's not as simple as we think. The next item they talked about was about the backpack and the quest log. Questions about whether, so speaking of bag space, whether you're going to be able to swap out the backpack itself, and they just said no. That basically, again, if 120 slots isn't enough, it's a larger problem, mm-hmm. and just allowing you to take out the the standard backpack is not the right kind of fix for this. Slots. Slots. Uh, there's also no plans to expand the quest log because again, where do you draw the line? If 25 quests is full, then it's, you know, why the hell are you carrying around 25 Yeah, get your fucking quest and- <laughs> done. Come on, bitch. And it basically, they said no limit means you wouldn't be able to keep track of it all anyway. That's true. I usually just delete, delete, yeah. delete. Um, so they touched on reputations. They didn't have them due to trying to keep a more free forum for content. They were less rewarding than intended. Yeah. And Tinon is apparently a big step forward. Not just grinding in a small area, but better gameplay with more variation and more structure. Yeah, you can tell that already. Yeah, actually, yeah. And uh, they realize that they can definitely still do more. Yeah, and he, he said that they recoiled too strongly from the Miss Impendaria rep, rep because those were terrible, they were gated, everybody hated them, and they went on oh for far too long. God. So the overwhelming response to that just made them basically, I mean, basically... It took them out almost all together. Yeah. And so basically it was just a matter of rep rep grinds so far have only been a very small area of something very specific and not anything necessary for anything. Mm-hmm. And so... Do you remember the dailies in Mesopandaria? You get there... You're trying to forget. And you travel all through Pandaria until you get to the shrine. And you're like, great, I did it! I'm here! I'm here! This is great, now what? Okay, go to the Golden Pagoda and do some dailies. And do some more dailies. And do some more dailies. And if you're on a PvP server, get ganked. And get yep. ganked again. Yep. And again and again. Because your shrines are right next to each other. So that's awesome. And then, when you're finished those, 
Isle of Thunder comes along with dailies, <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah. man, thank you. So many dailies. Thank you for that. And although there was that one daily where you got to turn into a lizard, a lizard oh, man, yeah. and they jumped really far. Yeah, that was pretty fun. And you had to like kill all those like blobs. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> that was actually fun. That was really fun. Especially the jump. Something about the jump was just really satisfying. It was very satisfying. But yeah, they're basically, they're trying to reintroduce the idea of reps, but but, but keeping it within gameplay that's fun. So I respect We it. shall see. I mean, those dailies were still fun. They're just still fun. Yeah, some of them were fun. The Mists of Pandaria ones, initially from the Golden Pagoda and on to the other quest hubs that they sent you to, were not that fun. And then they just... It's actually hard to tell exactly how fun they were because it's hard to get back mindset-wise to how they were initially. Yeah. I, if I'm remembering correctly, I didn't like them very much to begin with. No. And then, and then having to do them so much because that rep was so important. Yeah. And then it was gated, so you had to get to a certain level. Um, and everybody's been through all that. Yeah. And if you didn't, if you skipped out during that time, it's probably the biggest downside to the entire expansion. Yeah. The rest was actually pretty damn good. Um, that was went, the worst. Just went on too long. When That's people um, came back to the game for mop. Yeah. And they're, how do I get this gear? How do I advance? Right. How do I do this? And your only answer for them, like the only help you could give them, was go get the dailies. Right. Yeah, go you need that dailies. from Shadow Pan, but unfortunately, you have to do the golden pagoda stuff. I forget who that was. It doesn't matter. The point was you had to do rep to a certain level with yeah. one faction before you could even move on to the gated faction of the next level. And, ugh. But, again, they said they learned their lesson from that. That's yeah. why they moved Thank to this Thank you, instead. Blizzard, for recognizing right. these yeah. things. And but what they're saying is they recoiled too strongly, they went too far in the other direction, they made no dailies instead, and now they're trying to reintroduce it but still keep it fun. So, they're learning their lessons, they're moving along, they're trying things, and that's the point. Yep, and we are lucky game players for that. Yeah, that's why this game's been around for ten years. Yep. Um, otherwise, here's a, a really important part to be aware of. It's It may or may not have already affected you, so be aware. There's a mailbox bug currently. <gasps> There's a bug in the mailbox. Oh, God. Um, My mail! So when you send something to an alt, um, or to your bank alt, or whatever, from one character to another of your own, um, it stays in your mailbox for 30 days. Well, anything you re- receive stays in your mailbox for 30 days. But after that 30 days, it's supposed to be returned to the sender. Mm-hmm. The bug right now is basically that that's not happening. So it's getting deleted after 30 oh days God. instead of being returned. And that's important because obviously for people with lots of alts or if you have a bank alt and things like that, then everything that you're sending to that person, I mean, I've not felt a lot of pressure 30 days in a long time. Yeah. I'm not worried very much. And yeah. if I miss that 30-day window, it just gets sent back to me. I'm like, oops, haven't logged into that bank alt. No, oh, silly me. No big deal, right? Except right now, it's being deleted. So, that's high on their priority list to fix it. It was not intended. They don't want things getting lost in limbo. And and basically, it slipped through the PTR because people just don't send mail in the PTR. Which makes, actually, a lot of sense. So, um, Ian said he wasn't sure of the customer service policy on this yet um, to resolve it, but they are on it, and it will be resolved soon. And if Ian says so, then you know it's true. You know it's true. Oh, Ian. (laughs) Anyway... Um, I'm not sure about your obsession with Ian Hasekos. You know you're just as obsessed as I am. Shut up. Shut up. It's all about Laura's hair. Um, phasing issues. Um, the Horde Shipyard, etc. Uh, issues in Tanan are being awkward and will be fixed in the next few days. That's good. So if you have, if you run into an issue in Tanan Jungle... Yeah, where you're just running along, like when you exit your garrison to the shipyard and there's that little blip. Yeah. 
where you, your your life kind of jumps down for a second. Oh, like, God. Oh, I get... I'm getting ganked. No, and then like everything kind of freezes just for a, ever so briefly. That's my fear. All that. That's like where my brain goes. Every time something bad happens, I'm like, I'm sapped. I'm being ganked. Oh, God. Yeah, but he gave us a little bit of insight and just said that they split the servers into multiple phases to avoid server issues. I'm not going to go ahead and act like I know what the hell that means. No. But no, obviously, they, they tried to account for the server load of having so many people in one place um, at the patch. And but now, since everybody has kind of started spreading out and doing their own thing, uh, it's all good. So, good. they're going to fix it. Um, so, no queuing for Mythic Dungeons, apparently. Right. Get, getting you back out into the world to go to the actual instance entrances yeah, is a really thing. Cool. Yeah, I good. love that. It's just like the old days. Yep. It's, it's exciting. Yeah. And, I, and I guess once people start being able to fly, it won't be so uh, inconvenient. Right. I mean, it's not now. No, it's not at all. What's Did interesting, he... though, is that I don't know where any of these entrances are. Well, they're on the map, aren't they? I know. Well, no. Not necessarily. You can kind of figure out where they are. You can. You, you absolutely think can. think about it. It's not that big a deal. You just need two guys to go. Right. Two guys. To summon the rest, yeah. Yeah. Just like the old days. NBD. It's not that big a deal. NBD. No, NBD. Totally. NBD. The value of inconvenience promotes social cohesion, so... Whatever that means. That means that <laughs> it means that because you can't just zone into it, you have to actually talk to each other. Oh, that's what it means. It promotes well. some actual social interaction, working together, uh, and so that encouragement to work together on this means that since there's no way to quickly replace people, you have to work together. You have to, if somebody's missing a mechanic, you have to you have to say, hey, yeah. you're supposed to do it this way instead of just kicking them from the group and like instantly getting somebody else. So you might make a friend and you might make an enemy. Right. Who knows? It encourages cooperation, encourages interaction. And check this out. This what? is the coolest part of the whole thing. What is it? There's a hotfix coming on Tuesday, June 30th. So right after you're hearing this, probably. Or the day right before after. Canada Day. There you go. The hotfix will triple the chance for dungeon loot that is Warforged. What? That's talking about... I can't believe it! Yeah, exactly. Ah! <laughs> That's the I-Level 705 stuff. That's amazing! Right, so we we already ran through a bunch of these. We'll get to that in a few about our, our recap of what we've our done so far. Right, but we did. We got mostly the 685 gear, which yeah. was already a couple yeah, of upgrades for me. That's fun for me. Yeah, and then we saw a couple of Warforged items drop that's, that are 705, which is bitching, because as I recall, your legendary ring right now is 715. So this is 705, which is not far off. It's really getting up there. So the value of mythic, mythic dungeons is very high. Yeah. Um, and especially if they're going to triple the chance for that to drop as Warforged. <laughs> Hell yes. Thank you very much. And then ba basically the last thing that he touched on is that there's a flying mini patch coming to the PTR to test how flying will work and all that sort of thing. And people are all up in arms about flying and when's it going to happen and all this sort of thing and blah, blah, blah. Oh, for all those, Anybody who cares, um, the mini patch is coming to the PTR within weeks, not months. And that's, that's that. For yeah, there you go. The Midsummer Fire Festival is going on. Yep. And it's too hot. Too hot. Too hot. <laughs> yeah. So now through July 5th at noon central time is is uh, when you can celebrate. Yep. So you could get on right now and perceivably get some fire festival in you. Perceivably. Perceivably. <laughs> new, new word going. You've heard it here, folks. Perceivably. <laughs> Um, but there's new items to get this year, such as the blazing, blazing cinder, cinder crawler, yeah. a cute little spider with fiery legs, oh, yes. and a cozy bonfire. A fire stacked higher with standing logs. Mm -hmm. 
Burning logs, burning people. Logs. Both for only 350 burning blossoms. Only. The burning defender medallion for 500 burning blossoms. I think that looks pretty cool. Actually. It looks pretty cool. And heirloom casings, usable to level 90 or 100, is only 350 to 600 burning blossoms. Yeah, again, only. <laughs> so just go go ahead and uh, and collect those, kids, and you can get some cool shit. Yeah. always. I like that they up- update some of the... Uh, holiday stuff with new things each year. If they don't, I get really pissed because I spend every year grabbing all this stuff. Yeah. And that's why I have no bag space. Yep. <laughs> and if they don't make new things, then I won't have any more things Be to... Be real. The reason you have no bag space is all transmog stuff. It's true. Special segment time. Oh, so special. A special segment packed with that special sauce. Mmm. So, recaps of our stuff from 6.2. <gasps> Uh, ridiculously fun. Yeah, we've had a freaking blast this week. Okay, raiding, we our team raids twice a week, 8.30 to 11.30 Central Time. So, so basically, basically three hours a night, twice, six hours total for the week. Whoa, uh, good math. We downed, <laughs> we downed the first wing on normal, so yay us. Woo! Um, we did Hellfire Assault, Iron Reaver, and Cormrock. Cormrock. And we started making progress on the High Council. Yeah, we so, did. a few pro tips for you folks. <clears throat> Hellfire Citadel trash drops are personal loot. Personal loot. So there's there's no bug on that. No. Um, if you are running through with a pug group or with your normal raid group... Don't get pissed if some random pug takes the loot, because exactly. it's theirs. Yeah. It's personal. On trash, it's just... It's not dropping for everybody. It's not personal. Right. So there's no roll. Somebody might be like, oh, a purple. And you're like, hey, I didn't see anything, and that's normal. So that's okay. And that one guy's like, hey, why did you take that? Why didn't we get to roll in it? Yeah. This group sucks. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm going to pull and leave. Bye, Felicia. That guy. You know that guy. Um, okay. Another pro tip. Here's what else we found out after you finished the trash in Corn Rock. Can I say it like that? <laughs> yep. Corn Rock. <laughs> so Corn Rock has some trash. And you will perceivably... Was that the way you yeah, made yeah. it? <laughs> perceivably be standing in the middle of the room when you finish the trash. Fucking Cormrock will jump out of his little lava pit right into the center, smack dab into the center of where all of you are standing, perceivably. <laughs> <laughs> so, watch out for that. Yeah. Watch out. Which is funny because we were joking about that when we were on the last trash yeah. pack right, right around him. We were like, alright, we should probably run back to the the door of the room because who knows where he's going to go he's probably just going to jump right to the center of this room and then we finish the trash and we're in the midst of running and he yeah. freaking jumps right on top of us sure I don't know how we didn't pull him so. are you sure perceivably is not a real word probably is I don't know it's really late okay my brain's not functioning right I think it is probably uh, but anyway um, <laughs> Wowhead has an excellent patch 6.2 survival guide Wowhead um, has excellent everything they really do. let me just say absolutely shout out to Wowhead thank uh, you Wowhead they have, they have a great survival guide for 6.2 including these really great um, rating strat guides for each boss so definitely check those out and we'll have yeah, a link in the show notes yeah we should before we try to get bosses <laughs> right mm-hmm. um, and then on that same note line of sight gaming on YouTube LOS for the win LOS gaming those guys are great they do these great two minute tips um, which are video boss strategies um, and they're available right now for the first four bosses, so that so kind of works bosses. out for us. Yeah. Those are the best when you get, you're get you all set to go, mm-hmm. and then you realize that your raid members or pubs don't know what they're doing. Right. They haven't even bothered to look. They somehow don't understand how to read the dungeon guide. You're like, okay, just look up line of sight. It 
It's literally two minutes long. Right. Just just watch it. We will wait for you. Yeah, we'll take a five minute break. Everybody can go look at those videos real quick. Yeah. Everybody will come back having seen the entire yeah. strategy. Really handy. They're really good at it. Next, we did time walking. Time walking. It was the first TWW. TWW. Time walking weekend. The TWWWW. That's too many W's. Sorry. That was a typo. <laughs> Spoken aloud. A spoko? Yes, a spoko. Perceivably. You heard it here, folks. The first new term coined right here on the. So, yeah, we did uh, the the Architraz and the Manitoons. And then tonight we also did the Black Morass. Morass and, and Shattered, Shattered Halls. Halls. Yeah. So, there is a dude sitting outside your town hall in your garrison. Hmm. He has a quest for you. Well, That's he right. had a quest for you because it's now over. It's yeah. only a weekend thing. But so Fridays. Hopefully, you grabbed it and he was asking you to do five time walking dungeons. Right. For a new seal. Yeah. So the new seals, seals of inevitable fate, I yeah. think is what they are. They're the ones that give you the extra loot rolls for the new dungeons in Hellfire Citadel. Yes. So make sure that you are getting that quest get if that. you are a raider and want to do that. Uh, and if you're not a raider and you just are going to be doing these anyway, just get it because then you'll get the, the seals. Yeah, seals are good. Seals are always good to have. You right. need those. And you'll be using those seals, I'm sure, in LFR too, so. But yeah, uh, so time walking weekend. Way fun. Freaking fun. Okay? Yeah. Just. And okay, so what I had hoped was that people would hear about the time walking weekend and show up on the weekends. Yeah. Because we have, you know, a few friends that hang out on WoW with us, but. Including 570 something. Other guild members. Guild yeah. Whatever. But anyway, <laughs> so that's cool, but we don't usually see them on the weekend. And if we do, it's broken up. You know, like some people are sure. having lives, some people are hanging out with their families. Yeah. Doing things outside. Some people are PvP. Some people yeah. are raiding and whatever. Some people are doing all kinds of pugging other things. Exactly. Content. But this time walking weekend brings people together. Yeah, we had more people interested than can go because these are five man groups. Yeah, and it was so much fun. That hasn't happened in a while. And it was so much fun. And the and we had to pug a few healers and and tanks at one point, and it was super quick because it's just one weekend. Right. So people want to do it now, now, now. So yeah. the queues are amazing. They're really fast. Awesome. And when you get in there, you're scaled down to level 70, mm -hmm. but you still have all of your abilities. Yeah. So it's not like you're playing as a level 70. Right. You're just playing like a level 70. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. They put you in the same the same level, but you have far more talents and yeah and uh, abilities and. It's pretty fun, actually, doing that old content with your new talents. Yeah. Um, especially because when you run through old content now, you way overpower it, you blow through it, you don't get a sense for any of that stuff. Yeah. But in these, like, you'll wipe on some crash. And the cool thing about doing these is the nostalgia, because people will go in and they'll start talking about what it was like to play these back in the day. Right. And, and Yeah, we went in with two guildmates who had... Who or guildmates on a different realm and different server and stuff. Back in the day. Yeah. And they're talking about they're reminiscing and they're like, oh, I was playing a priest back then and blah, blah, blah. And then I personally was playing a hunter back then. And just, it's so cool. I it just, it's just nice. Yeah. And it's also kind of funny because most people will run these old dungeons um, for transmog. So yeah. you just go in and you just like pew pew everything dead, no problem. So you get kind of used to not paying attention to what you're doing. So it's kind of cool because you actually have to pay attention now. Yeah. And uh, it just it, it gives you that nostalgic feeling of of being a little a little nervous about yeah. going in there and and, and having to uh, perform well. 
uh, like back in the day when you were just a little baby level 70. Yep. In the big old world. Right. It was so much fun. And they're, they're not as hard as Mythic Dungeons, which we'll get to in a second, but they, they you definitely do have to pay attention. Yeah. So. Mythic Dungeons were the next thing mm-hmm. that we did. And we did those more, again, with a group of guildies. And Oh man, they were fun. It is ridiculous fun. And we were worried that it would be really difficult because people were telling us it was difficult. Um, luckily for us, we had our guildies who are also our raid members. So we're used to having to, you know, haul ass and figure out mechanics yeah. and things like that. But and that just meant that we had three raid geared DPS, yeah. a raid geared healer, and then we did plug a uh, warrior tank. A warrior tank. Who was also raid geared from his raids. Yep. So shout out to Synapse. Hey, buddy. With whom we ran uh, a few of these dungeons. And his Synapse's Guild, the Malevolent Raiders, on the Bleeding Hollow server. Hey, guys. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Good what job. Up? And, uh, yeah, so that was a good time. Met a new friend in there. Yeah, um, and that's that's a great thing, because these mythic dungeons and these time-walking weekends is a fantastic place to meet people and sort of, like, connect yeah. and network and, and maybe raid with later on and, like, invite people to your guild and stuff like that. It's 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 These two things are just new ways of meeting more people in this game. Absolutely. And guys, highly recommend that you get into voice chat while you're doing these. Yeah. Not only is it just always universally better for handling mechanics and stuff like that, but these were genuinely fun. Yeah. Um, Because there are things you have to pay attention to, and there are things that are harder and things like that. So it's great for communication on that. Mm. But again, we wouldn't have heard all those stories about the reminiscing about the old versions of these things if we had been typing, because those guys would not have taken the time to type all that crap Exactly. Out. But so, being in voice comms, we heard all of it, and they just could talk about all this great stuff. It was really fun. Yeah, so these dungeons are like, you know what you're doing because you've been here a million times before, but it's still hard. So right. it's a good mix of relaxed and not relaxed. Yeah, so, for example, we went into the Blood, blood Mall Slag Mines. We heard that the Slag Mines was the easiest, so we tried that one first. Yeah, we just weren't, weren't sure about the difficulty, so. The second boss... Mag- Magmolitus. Magmolitus. He's the one who has the um, giant forge, and he's like entrapping a guy in there, and you have to fight both the initial guy and then the guy who comes yeah. out. But before that, we've got a gauntlet and trash that yeah. you have to You know that fiery trash about the little fire guys, yep. and then the medium fire guys, and then the big fire guy? The big fire guy is the Magma Lord. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. Just pull we slowly. Just, just watch <laughs> out. Just watch your ass. Personal cooldowns, people. Yeah. Just get and ready for it. Honestly, I mean, being pretty well geared for this and being in voice comms, it was basically like doing these for the first time on Heroic. Yeah. I felt like there was there was a big jump between the normal versions of these dungeons and jumping up to the Heroic versions of the dungeons. And maybe that's a little bit because I spent half of my time on these healing through those dungeons, and it was really difficult. Like, it was a, it was a nice challenge, yeah. um, healing the Heroic versions of the dungeons. Um, this time I was on the Red Pally instead of healing, but... There's the, the sense of challenge was still there. Um, we did wipe a few times. It was actually pretty damn fun because yeah. of it. Uh, it was more fun to do that and have a good time with it instead of just blowing right through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not the kind of level of difficulty that's super easy to just blow right through. If you're an advanced raiding guild and you're doing this with those people, you're going to blow right through. Yeah. Um, but any Definitely. other level of difficulty, you're going to have at least a little bit of trouble with some of this stuff. It's like enjoyable trouble. Yeah. So like... Roll Tall, the bridge boss guy who throws the giant boulders at you and then blows you back. Same, exactly same fight. Just hits a lot harder. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing. All nothing of the fights are exactly the same. Yeah, I think. that's true. Yeah. Except that like you're used to being able to either ignore a lot of mechanics or 
ignore a specific mechanic that's supposed to be, uh, you know, important to the yeah, fight. Yeah, because with dungeons, as soon as your um, eye level is up to scratch, yeah. you can stop you can trying. Stop. Right. <laughs> so, like, Gubrock, the last boss on the uh, Blood Moss Lagman. Gubrock. We thought it'd be harder, because he was pretty hard and heroic um, back in the day. He was. Yeah. The whole, like, the whole entire floor just turning to liquid hot magma. Liquid hot magma. The floor is lava. Don't touch <laughs> it. But yeah, he was, he was, uh, he was totally fine. We one shot him just fine. Yep. Um, just make sure you bring down the ads yeah. as soon as they come up. The unstable slags. That's it. Just watch out. Yeah. Um, we also did Achindun. Achindun. Um, the trash before the first boss, the Vigilant Cathar. Caster needs trash pack, soul binder, mind controls. Cleric shields, spirit tender heals. The boss is the same, but it hits harder. Stay of ground cracks. Hide behind the shield equals win. Yeah. So basically, exactly the same. Yeah. But again, just just like back, just just think back to when you went from normal to heroic, where there was an actual challenge. You had to pay attention. You had to do the mechanics. This is exactly that. But in mythic, with pretty bitch and gear, and the chance for a lot more bitch and gear, as of Tuesday the thirtieth. Yeah. So just. Go into the Mythic Dungeons expecting to wipe a few times, because you will, but that's okay. And but don't uh, don't be scared because they're not that no, they're not as hard as you think they might be. You just have to pay attention. Yeah. I think it's time for some motherfucking shout-outs! Shout outs, yeah, yeah. Shout outs for the week. We already mentioned some of them. A shout out to Synapse. Hey guy! And a shout out to Wowhead. Wowhead, thank you so much. You are a lifesaver. Yeah, great interview with Ian Hazard Costas. Uh, thanks for clarifying a lot of that info. They were great questions. Um, but in general, we've been using Wowhead forever. Ever for and ever. pretty much everything. And it's only ever gotten better. It yeah. used to be more of just a database. Now it's full guides that are really well written, mm-hmm. very comprehensive. Everything is on there, guys. You have yeah. to. If you're and not using contests. Wowhead, you should be. Constantly, so yes. make sure you're logging in regularly. Speaking of, if you're hearing this by in time, uh, June 30th is also the day by which you can compete for a magic rooster egg. Yeah, but look out, bitches, because that rooster egg is mine. Yes. That is the mount that I want. Any mount. Yeah, this is getting that one, so I guess it wasn't even worth mentioning, but Not they do this sort of thing all the time, so definitely check them out. Yes. Thanks, guys. We also want to send another shout-out to Line of Sight Gaming. They're Thank the ones you. we mentioned with the great two-minute videos. Los Gaming. Yeah, Los Gaming. Thanks, LOS, guys. LOS Gaming. <laughs> um, another shout-out to Miro, uh, who we'll get to in just a sec. He wrote to us last week, and we've got another, another update. Another email for us. Yeah. Um, a shout-out to the LGBT community. Yes, congratulations. Congrats in it's America. It's about damn time. Congrats, and uh, a shout-out, a personal shout-out to all my Canadian homies yeah, yeah. about to be celebrating Canada Day. Happy Canada Day. I know that doesn't have anything to do with WoW, but it's a special day. Yeah, well, neither did the LGBT community, but... Fuck it. There's a These lot. Are our there's a lot of LGBT community members playing well. Hell yeah. And uh, a lot of Including them. Including a bunch in our guild. Yeah, and you a lot of rock. a lot of them came forward on social media this week because um, I'm in a lot of a WoW forums and WoW pages on Facebook and yeah. things like that. And uh, there's a lot of people who came forward, and that's really cool. Yeah. Because. About time the US got its head out of its ass. Yeah. Part of the world. So. Because WoW is nothing if it is not diverse. And inclusive. Inclusive. Right. So, that's awesome. Except for the allies. <laughs> Listener feedback time! Because the more you write, the less we have to. Thanks! 
Okay, so we got another email from Miro. Is it Miro or Miro? Yeah, we're going to have to get clarification on that one. And he writes... Hey folks, wanted to write in real fast and give my opinion on patch 6.2. The devs said several times that this is the biggest content patch they've ever released, and I'm honestly very confused by that, because there doesn't seem to be a fucking thing this patch. The non has been nothing short of a total letdown. Is there any story progression at all in this zone? Because I've really yet to see any. There were maybe ten actual quests up there, and now all I get are the same three daily quests every day. I'm sure for DPS players they are much better, as a, but as a healer, doing bonus objectives and farming rares solo is a headache and a half. Half my guild loads going into none also, so getting groups to go to the quests aren't the easiest. But even when I get groups, it's still lackluster and mundane. Climb a mountain. Kill some demons. Run over and tag a rare. Kill some more demons. Rinse and repeat. Ugh. The shipyard is making me care less and less about my legendary ring, since the quest is gated behind the shipyard, and the shipyard actually makes me miss my mission table and my garrison, which is something I never thought I would say. Did time-walking dungeons, and I, and they made me feel like I was healing Mists of Pandaria dungeons again. It was all face roll easy, and teardrops were pathetic. Out of five dungeons, I got a total of two pieces, and they weren't even upgrade. I did them on my 672 Priest and my 636 Resto Shaman, and you had no issues on either, even when tanks pulled half a dungeon in one go. I'm holding out hope that Mythic Dungeons and Hellfire Citadel will be good, but I haven't gotten a chance to try them out yet. Guess I'll hold out judgment on those until I try them myself. Gildies have said that they are too easy also, so though, so I'm not holding out my breath. So not holding my breath. <laughs> Uh, hope you guys have a good show, and maybe Tanam will grow on me, or maybe I'm re- really missing something, and there actually is a shitload of content in this patch. I have been wrong before. My first impression, though, is that this is quite possibly the most disappointing patch I've ever played. Take it easy, Miro. Okay, so a little bit of uh, a negative response to 6.2. Right, um, which we appreciate, honestly, because yeah. we're sitting here talking about how great everything is, and here's somebody having exactly the opposite yeah, experience. Yeah, because not everybody is going to like everything. Right, and I'll tell you what, what we're going to do is check back in with Miro for next week mm-hmm. and see how he feels after he does get a chance to do Mythic Dungeons and, and Hellfire Citadel. Yeah, Because those two things are fucking awesome! Right, and as of, as of the time of this email, it is Sunday... It is the Sunday after the Tuesday of this patch, so it's therefore not been a full week, but he's already feeling like things are repetitive. Yeah. I'm hoping that maybe some of that turns around. Yeah. Um, there's also the new in-game journal, Adventure Guide, I think is what it's called. Adventure Guide. Yeah. So maybe that, maybe we'll make that, Miro, maybe we'll make that as our um, suggestion to you to check things out. Yeah, but definitely try out the, the Mythic Dungeons. Right. Fun as hell. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. But, um... You know, just because people don't agree with... Because we are usually very positive about anything that Blizzard does. We are massive fan people. Right. Uh, we don't mind getting emails like this. We don't mind getting tweets like this. Um, yeah, we welcome it. We welcome it. And we would uh, we appreciate that. Because we consider these things. And the diversity of perspective is important. I mean, we can sit here and talk about all the things that we love about the game. But then I was also sitting here talking about how I'm not that impressed by the Garrison Shipyard. But I table. am. I know. But that's why <laughs> it's good to hear these other perspectives. I guess. But yeah, but thank you. We appreciate that a lot. And uh, I hope that it gets better. Thanks, Miro. We'll check back in with you and see how, how it feels in a week. I have a feeling it'll get better. I hope so. <laughs> hey gang, we need your help. We're tagging this shitbox as a community-focused podcast, but so far it's just been us talking shit. We need you to give us stuff. Delicious content, like questions, topics to cover, content segments, guild stories, emails, and disputes that need settling. We'll even get some shoutouts and accept your own podcast commercials for promotion. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Please.
Stevie Hearties. Welcome to Patch 6.2 in your very own shipyard. That's right, Polly. The most exciting thing since them fancy transmogs. You'll be needing garrison resources and oil to create your feet. Button your beak, you scurvy bird. As I was saying, your scallywags will need ships to visit the wilds of Tanan Jungle and a fleet of ships to complete naval missions to upgrade your shipyard. Ah, 2D missions! That's it! That's it! I've had enough! Get away with you before I sell you on the action house! Anyway, like, like, anyway, all you need to set sail is to be level 100 and have a level 3 garrison, and you're ready to take on the high seas. And oh, oh, oh no! They're gonna die now! Ah! Get off of me, you crazy buzzard! Ah! Ah! Hey, that's a bitch! We're all on that legendary ring quest, and we at Cadgar's House of Fine Jewelry want to make the most important quest of your life an experience you'll never forget. Assembled in the heart of the Zangara Swamp, we start with a beautiful pure solium band and forge it with the core of life, flame, and iron. We use precisely 4,986 Apexis crystals to adorn our bands and three elemental tablets to enhance their power. These artfully crafted rings are bind on equip, so make sure you've chosen the right tune to give this ring to. Soulbound is for life. We hope the legendary ring you find with us sees you through the rest of your drain or adventures. In res sickness and in health, till next expansion do you part. And remember, every quest begins with Kagar. Oh my god, look at those Apexis crystals! I know, right? He went to Cadgar's. I fucking hate you! Every quest begins with Cadgar. And now, prepare to dive into the mind of your typical mage with Mage Confessions. Maybe yelling at each other isn't the most effective way of downing the boss. I don't care if I'm not top deeps, just as long as I'm the best mage in the group. No, I wasn't trying to trade you my paper Zeppelin kit. I was trying to delete it and you got in the way. I don't even know you. I don't care if your main is a level 100 on a different server. You're still a petulant lobby on my server. I believe that you can level any profession in one day. All it takes is some hard work, determination, and all the gold in your guild's bank. Follow Mage Confessions on Twitter at Mage Confessions. Thanks for lagging balls together with us today. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. And for YouTube and Google+, search for Lagging Balls Official until we have 500 followers and then we'll get a custom URL. Ooh. If you enjoyed the show, the easiest way to help the show is to rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. We truly appreciate it. Special thanks to bensound.com for all the music used on this show. And be sure to catch us next week on Lagging Balls. Balls.